Today is Tuesday, December 14th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is sponsored by StoryWord, the ideal holiday gift to make your loved ones feel special and unique, just like the relationships you share. Last night, the January 6th committee in the House voted to hold Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, in contempt for refusing to appear before the committee for a deposition. A vote will be held in the full House of Representatives today on whether he will officially be held in contempt of Congress and then referred to the DOJ for prosecution, aka a potential actual punishment, including jail time. But Meadows is actually getting this contempt charge after giving the committee over 9,000 pages of documents from when he was chief of staff. The records including a ton of shocking content, but here are some of my favorites. The first was a 38-page PowerPoint deck outlining the Republican plan for the coup, which was titled Election Fraud, Foreign Interference, and Options for 6th Jan. Some of the suggestions in the deck included declaring a national emergency, claiming that China and Venezuela took control of voting machines in swing states, and seating Trump electors instead of Biden electors in states that Biden won, among a few of the genius, not at all textbook fascist ideas. Another favorite document of mine was the email that Meadows wrote on January 5th, where he stated that the National Guard would be on standby the next day, to protect pro-Trump people. However, it is not yet public who the email was sent to. And lastly, the text messages. It seems like Meadows was in quite a few exclusive group chats. And last night at the hearing, Liz Cheney read aloud a number of choice quotes from key Trump supporters who were trying to urge Meadows to get Trump to stop the violence on January 6th. In the trove of texts was a group chat between Meadows and Fox News hosts Laura Ingram, Tucker Carlson, and Brian Kilmeade all of whom told Meadows that Trump needed to get on air and stop the violence. And then there was the plethora of texts from none other than Donald Trump Jr., saying that they needed to renounce the insurrectionists immediately. And to top it all off, I couldn't leave you without mentioning the platforms that Meadows used to conduct this official White House business. He used a personal cell phone, a Signal account, and of course, two personal Gmail accounts, which I was under the impression is a huge crime. Yesterday, the Supreme Court declined to block New York's vaccine mandate for healthcare workers, aka the mandate can stay even when they cite religious objections. The court's order was unsigned and included no reasoning, though Justice Gorsuch wrote a 14-page dissent, which Justice Alito joined. The court has so far rejected several challenges to vaccine mandates. Meanwhile, yesterday, the Air Force discharged 27 people for refusing to get the vaccine, making them the first service members to be removed for disobeying the mandate since the deadline to get vaccinated on November 2nd. Though apparently thousands more service people either refused or sought exceptions. They have not yet been dismissed. President Biden will travel to Kentucky tomorrow as the death toll reaches 74 people in the state and 14 in other states, though it's expected to rise as the search and rescue operation continues over the next few weeks. Biden has pledged to ensure that the impacted states get, quote, whatever they need when they need it which is so much nicer than, quote, a lot of equipment is being asked for that I don't think they will need. Props if you could name where that one was from. Meanwhile, news has continued to emerge about all the people who are compelled to work through the deadly tornadoes, this time at a factory called Mayfield Consumer Products, which makes scented candles, an essential product in continue manufacturing at all costs, including human life. At least four workers at the factory said that they wanted to leave early because of the casual natural disaster that was about to happen but supervisors said that they would be fired if they left early. The result is that eight people were killed while on the job. Also yesterday, state officials in Kentucky warned that residents could be without heat, water, or electricity in frigid temperatures for weeks or longer. 
Right now, more than 10,000 homes and businesses have no water, and another 17,000 are under boil water advisories. Welcome to your climate future, Kentucky. Even being completely landlocked can't save you anymore. On that note, scientists have detected new cracks in the key ice shelf that buttresses Antarctica's Thwaites Glacier. You're probably wondering what that is, naturally. And it turns out that this specific glacier is known as the, quote, Doomsday Glacier. Its meltwater already contributes to about 4% of global sea level rise, which is a lot for one glacier. And if it does break off, that will substantially increase the flow of ice off of Antarctica. This summary from the latest report will illustrate it better than I possibly can, and it reads, Similar to a growing crack in the windshield of a car, a slowly growing crack means the windshield is weak and a small bump to the car might cause the windshield to suddenly break apart into hundreds of panes of glass. So what I'm hearing is that those beach houses on Zillow might be getting a little cheaper. And lastly, USA Gymnastics and the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee have agreed to pay a $380 million settlement to hundreds of survivors of sexual abuse by former team doctor Larry Nasser. The settlement also includes reforms at the organization to prevent future abuse, including a provision that USA Gymnastics will be required to have at least one abuse survivor on its board of directors and create a restorative justice process for victims. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements, and thanks again to StoryWorth for sponsoring today's episode. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Every week, StoryWorth emails your friend or relative a thought-provoking question of your choice, and after a year, they compile your loved one's stories into a beautiful keepsake book. Go to storyworth.com slash morning right now and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash morning to save $10 on your first purchase. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.